Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Not much. Action Movie Month continues. Continues. This is really a month dedicated to our boy, though. What's his name? He's got like honestly like one of the most bland names of all time. Uh, Craig. Dude, he has Craig the best. Baxley. Yeah. Craig R. Baxley. It's the most like. Uh, it's fitting with this theme because it's like a an eighties supervillain. It, it is. I was gonna say it sounds a lot like um, like a, a villain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the the animated show. Back- Baxter Stockman? Yeah, like Craig R. Baxley. And he's just turns into a giant back. Um, we've got a movie for you today. We have I Come in Peace, um, which is exciting. Uh, but before we get into that, let's do a little house cleaning. Last time we jumped right into the movie, we were so excited. Um, so our schedule <laughs> this month, we just ironed this out just so everyone knows. I, I, we were talking about doing something on Patreon to vote, but we're just kind of out of time for that. So next week we are doing McBain, uh, the Christopher Walken <laughs> led action film, which is psychotic to say out loud. That's fucking crazy. I don't know how he's going to pull this off, but we have to find out. Um, I can't and then. Wait. June 24th, shoot them up live show, live show then. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, We did uh, a Walking Dead special last night, but by the time you hear this, it's been a few nights ago. So I'm going to try and get back on those as long as people don't die. Um, And then, are you doing anything for uh, Iron Sheik who died today? Hey, you know, he's in a movie with Corey Feldman, Frank Stallone, but no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't do that. We could do, you know what we could do? We could do as a tribute, which would really be 
Such a wonderful, beautiful tribute. Just play all of his segments from Howard Stern and we could just watch him and talk about him. Sean, we can't. You know why? <laughs> I posted I posted a clip on my Instagram and there were so many that I like I was laughing. I was like, I can't. I can't post this. Like this will, I'll get flagged immediately. Like, well, yeah, I know. says is insane. <laughs> And you laugh at one of those comments, and then you're fucking canceled, man. You fucking the guy. Fucking, <laughs> we would just have to sit there straight face. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this guy's so, not, yeah. This guy's not great. Yeah, let's let's keep him at arm's length. Let's <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, another famous horror show eulogy. Um, <laughs> Then July, we're going to do a couple weeks of Andy Sedaris and then fill it up with uh, probably a couple other like horror-themed action movies that we got. Um, and then August and September, we we kind of have a plan. So, um, exciting schedule. Exciting schedule coming coming up. Uh, I always love our summer months. They're, they're just so much fun for some reason. They just like trigger good energy for me. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, despite the fact that the cloud, the sky is filled with fucking fire. Um, Dude, never in 38 years have I seen shit like that. It's dude, crazy. It's weird because, like, on the West Coast, I know, it, I know, like, the West Coast, yeah, like, a daily thing. Connecticut's never happened before. That I, right. I, I mean, yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, I mean, I asked my parents, and of course, my dad started screaming, being like, it's never happened in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of it, uh, your dad, there's a, there's a character in this movie that had a lot of Joe's dad lines in it. Um, and it was an odd character. I did not expect it from him, but that FBI agent that we, that partners up with Dolph is stiff as a, stiff as a fucking board. But yeah, I mean, my dad is very by the book. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple vi- there's a couple lines he had where I was like, this sounds like Joe's fucking dad. Like he's just so bent out of shape over like the most basic thing where a guy's like breaking the rules and he's like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did want to shout somebody out here. I want to shout out, uh, of course I do. I close these fucking tabs every single time. I'm like, keep this up. Cause you're going to talk about it on the show. Blake Alvarez, uh, listener of the show sent me an email and he said the subject was there is an Amityville Thanksgiving sequel. And I, I could not believe it. And I actually did not believe it when he sent it to me. Cause you know, that came out in, I remember that was like, we were curious if we'd even get it for that live show. We did it on, which was around Thanksgiving because it was like coming out like a few days before that. Um, so we, I remember being like, it came out around Thanksgiving. This one's coming out this month, June. Um, so I don't know how that, that is happening. That makes, checks out. <laughs> um, I don't know how that's happening. The tagline for it is this. Well, I shouldn't say the tagline. The, the synopsis on IMDb is the sequel to the notorious Amityville Thanksgiving. All right. It's it's turkey time, mother clucker. Okay. Now, <laughs> listen, the cast, it does not appear our large Italian friend will be in this film. He, oh. I'm a little upset. I'm a little Wait, upset. He's the one that got away at the end, right? 
he, Joe, I don't know who the fuck got away at the. Ooh, dude, are you <laughs> telling me you even understood the fucking plot? Dude, dude it, was like not, a, it was like a jigsaw moment. <laughs> it just he kept vanishing. Yeah. Every ending, and then it would like the news would come on and be like, "By the and way, I got away." <laughs> um, I'm gonna share the screen for those of you that watch the uh, that watch the uh, thing. Um, the the video version, but. Um, they have this bald guy who I, I I remember him in it, but I don't remember really what he did. I don't remember. I remember his face though. Um, but look at this. Look at this set photo. We have an actual Shit. evil turkey. I mean, that is a ripoff of Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing, like a thousand percent. Like they should. It's a little upsetting, actually. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not even thanks Killing's number one fan like you, but this... And all I wanted was a killer turkey, but that that might actually be turkey from thanks Killing's actual That's puppet. Dope. It might be the same fucking puppet. Fucking crossover. I'm all for it. I can't wait. No, dude. Thanksgiving live show. <laughs> yeah, so we will be ready for Thanksgiving this year. Uh, we've already got our movie picked, so... I'm Let's a- do it on Thanksgiving Day. Let's give everyone a reason to not hang out with their stupid fucking families, you know and we'll just do it. I fucking love that idea. I fucking love that <laughs> idea. You know what we could do too? We could do a morning one. You know, like when everyone's like getting ready, and then the other time zones have a chance to tune in. You know, because everyone usually starts Thanksgiving like later. No, or I don't know. Yeah. Tina might kill me for that. Are you guys are you guys morning Thanksgiving people? Well, I mean, I mean Tina's cooking no, from like three days. Yeah, before. that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, then I have to carry like nine hundred pounds of food and somehow fit it into the van. It's like a three hour process. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. We could do it later. We could do it later. Um, I barely know how Thanksgiving works anymore. I don't. I don't see anyone <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah, no, this is uh this is exciting stuff here. I'm I'm like I'm excited for this movie. Um Amityville <laughs> Amityville Turkey Day is the name of it. Love it. That's the that's the dumbest <laughs> dude of the sequel to Amityville. Why don't I just call Amityville Thanksgiving too? <laughs> oh, because there's an actual turkey in this one, that's why. It's still stupid. That doesn't justify it. <laughs> Oh, dude, the tagline is tech. Oh, you know, yeah, it's turkey time, mother clicker. I did say that. Okay. But that is on the poster. Um, well, that's fun. That's fun. I'm excited. And thank you, Blake, for sending that in. Otherwise, for sure, no one would have mentioned that because they're releasing it in fucking June. So, like, dude, the only reason that got, got any fucking traction, which I don't think it had many, except for the our show, I think the only reason that thing even got any traction was because it came out, like, on Thanksgiving. And Bloody Disgusting was like, here's something. Yeah. <laughs> Related to <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dude, releasing that in June is so Because nobody's going to see it anyway. Fucking wait. What do you got to make your money back that quick? Because you're not. Hey, FYI, you're not going to. <laughs> I'm afraid I got some bad news. <laughs> Completed. Expected. Well, maybe it's not. It says expected June 2023. They, they, they'll wait. They have to wait. Wait. Expected. Kyle Rappaport. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. There's a there's a there's a there's a trivia fact for this. 
which could only have been written by somebody who worked on the movie because the movie's not fucking out yet. Uh, who is Kyle Rappaport, though? Oh, I thought that might have been the Italian guy, but it's not. Um, it said Kyle Rappaport. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Kyle Rappaport you, uh... was t- was taken out of the project due to his abrasive behavior on film sets. So anyway, we got we got Thanksgiving picked out for us guys. We were ready to roll, so I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. In the meantime, I come in peace. AKA yes. Dark Angel, which is the fucking name of this fucking movie. I was going to ask you, which do you prefer <laughs> Dude, to call it? Honestly, those are the two worst names <laughs> I've ever heard for this fucking movie. So I come in peace. I did no, I disagree. I disagree. Uh I come in peace makes sense cuz the guy won't shut the fuck up. He just keeps saying so, it. I, yeah, that's a great name. The, 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 says the title 900 times. But why? And it sets up <laughs> That's irrelevant. That's <laughs> You're going to be asking why a lot during this movie. <laughs> you got to stop. Just stop it now. You'll have a better time. Uh, no, and it sets up a great Dolph Lundgren one-liner to end the movie. So I yes. come in peace. Like, why are you calling it Dark Angel? Dark Angel makes no sense. I, I honestly thought for a minute, as we'll talk about these characters, I thought one was going to be... I don't know. I thought... They might be angelic, but that, that's not the case. They're just fucking aliens, bro. They're just fucking it's aliens. They're just fucking <laughs> aliens. Um, the ambition of Mr. Baxley to put aliens in this movie is next level. <laughs> next level. All right. So what do you think of the movie? Okay. I I know some people are very high on it. I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, it's idiotic. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But it's very fun. Um, I like Dolph. I liked I liked the premise, believe it or not. I don't think it's better than Action Jackson or Stone Cold. Agreed. I think it's the weaker of his first three movies. I, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of this movie. It, it was fine. Okay. It was fine. It was fine. It is not what I've come to expect from our boy Craig. Um, it, it just doesn't. But. Mm, I don't know. I, I feel I actually kind of feel bad for him because you know he doesn't really write these fucking movies. He he is truly like a director. Like they get a project, there's producers involved, there's writers involved, and then they hire Craig on to just direct. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. And he still gives us you know what we what we bigged him up for yeah. last episode. He blows shit up. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of gunfights, and he crowbars tits into an alien buddy cop movie which you know thank you craig yeah it this was just not on paper i could see you looking at this and being like this is gonna be a good movie this i I, or i can make something of this it's not gonna be a good movie i can make a fucking (laughs) action movie you know what i mean i can make an action movie out of this and then i could feel it kind of falling apart in your hands when you start getting into it and you're like oh this is a fucking now what the fuck do you do i mean realistically if you want this story to make any sense it would have to be like a mini series you would have to have yes like, like several backstories for it that you can't put it all into two hours but how about the the brain of mr baxley casting jay jay billis 
Jay Billis as an alien. ESPN basketball commentator. Dude. Dude. Wait. Which one? Guy loves college athletes. Dude. Scoops them right up. He was that disgusting. He was that disgusting alien. That's so crazy. Yeah. I did not realize that. I did not realize that. That alien was horrifying looking. I hated everything about that alien. His hairline started three quarters of the way to the back of his fucking head. And then he had long ass hair. <laughs> horrifying. The the aliens. I don't know. I kind of dug the aliens. The 90s loved sci-fi action, but they also loved them some aliens and dusters. That was like. Aliens loved us. <laughs> dude, dude, every time an alien came to Earth, they were really Any tall and had Files episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a weird move. The critters, they did it. Uh, Suburban Commando fucking dusted up aliens. It, it was it was just the vibe at the time. They were just like, if an alien came to Earth, what would they wear? A fucking <laughs> a duster to weigh them down. Dude, duster must weigh like 30 pounds. <laughs> 30 pounds of leather just <laughs> holding you back from doing anything. And they, they were always the most agile fucking villains of all time. Uh, well, hey, before we dig into it, I'm going to ask you what you asked me last week. Mm-hmm. What's this movie about? <laughs> Joe, this movie is about... This movie is about um, aliens that give people... Well, for I shouldn't say aliens. There is an alien, a alien. A, an alien who is stealing heroin. <laughs> is ste- he has come to Earth to steal heroin to inject us with, and then take the endorphins from our brain yeah. because that's the drug on his planet. <laughs> Our endorphins are the drug on his planet, and he's realized that if he gets you high as a kite, your endorphins are amplified to the max. So he has to wait till he gets you there, and then he extracts it. Yes. kind of. I kind of like that, man. You know, this isn't the first movie to do this theory. This is this. There is another movie with this plot. Uh, it's called Liquid Sky, and somebody had actually recommended we do this movie for Alien Month. Um, yeah. And we, we did not, but it is the same fucking concept that aliens were sent here to take our endorphins so they could get high off of it. All right. Hey. I hope they just jerk us off before. Taking hey, Joe, hands. guess what? That's exactly what it is. No, uh, no, Joe, that can't be true. Dude. Uh, a movie where an, an alien extracts endorphins from humans at the point of orgasm, killing them. Get the fuck out of here. I spit all over myself. I'm so flabbergasted. Are you serious? I'm dead Why have we not done that? That's brilliant. <laughs> I'm stopping this. This, this. this episode's over. I want to watch that. Are you kidding me? Watch Liquid Sky and re-record. Come back to this. That's fucking unbelievable. And that came out in 1982. Um, so, oh, wow. so the endorphin, the endorphin thing was a thing prior to. Uh, that's the main plot. Now, actually, okay. is it the main plot or is it the subplot? Because there's another plot. Great question. Great question. <laughs> because the alien thing doesn't really like they're around, but 
it's not like the focal point until like halfway through the movie. (laughs) That's the thing. This movie, it isn't, it doesn't have one plot. It's six subplots happening simultaneously. It it somehow gets you from point A to point B. Yeah. Because that's, that's only one part of the alien saga too, because there's also a police officer (laughs) alien that is on the tail of that alien, the alien that you just mentioned that came to Earth, and he's trying to stop him from killing the humans. And because, but he doesn't care about killing the humans. No, that endorphin is illegal <laughs> on their planet. He, that guy just like, he doesn't want any illegal business. Like a true officer, just like hey, <laughs> I don't give a shit about anything else. This thing getting people high, we got to get rid of that. We don't need any more of these endorphins on our fucking planet. Keep those to yourself. Um, yeah, no, that's a whole plot. And, dude, the color scheme they chose for the different aliens, like, kind of pissed me off. Because I was expecting the white one who kept saying I come in peace to, you know, come in peace. Um, but he doesn't. Why does he say that? That's the least peaceful alien. That, 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 that's, why I, that's why I couldn't side with either fucking title, because I thought there would be some sort of payoff to that. Like, you know, like the S for Superman, like it's fucking insane that he has an S on his chest. And then they were like, yeah, that means hope on our planet. Get the fuck out of here. It's a fucking giant S. Uh, uh, I thought it would be something like that. Like, I come in peace means like freeze or something i don't know like i'm gonna fucking kill you or something no it's just he just keeps fucking saying it he just keeps fucking saying it to everyone he kills um and it's not even to like calm them down so he could fucking kill them it's it's he's just sometimes he's saying it after they're dead the the, the drills going through their head exactly so that's why i hate the fucking title now we also have a another plot line which is Dolph and his partner, his new partner, Buddy Cop. And I'll be honest, the, bu- the Buddy Cop, <laughs> Larry, uh, Agent Smith. Uh, the Buddy Cop storyline is the weakest, and it's done badly. It's not a very good. There could be some riff in, and there's just not. It's just not very fucking good. It's really just like Dolph Lundgren being like, I'm going to do this. And the guy being like, oh, you fucking idiot. And that's it. That's, that's it. And not in a fun way. Not in a funny way. Like, really, honestly, guys, uptight. Dude, thank you. Okay. That guy's my biggest problem in this movie. Because yeah. I, I like Dolph. I like Dolph in general. I think he's a great actor. Like, he's fun in these movies. He gives you the roundhouse kicks galore. Dude, that's all you so want many. Dolph, right? So many. I've, I've actually never seen anyone. <laughs> but his, I get that his partner is supposed to be stiff and uptight, like you just said. But he is legitimately <laughs> uptight to watch to the point where it's just like, like it slows the movie. Exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we have paperwork to do, Dolph. Like <laughs> killing the fucking scene. Uh, Has anyone ever in the history of cinema done more double takes or spit takes than that than that guy? Any anytime something happens, you're just like, Bloo. dude. There's one scene where he's sitting in the car, like waiting. The car. For that's what you- <laughs> he does it three times in that fucking one scene. He's just like, oh. when he notices there's an alien in the back seat, he's a fucking cop. Oh yeah, that was insane. <laughs> talks to it and then gives the biggest double take I've ever seen. Yeah. So we have that storyline. We also have another storyline involving Dolph's <laughs> Dolph's 
uh, connection to a, a mob-esque, by the way, this takes place in Houston, Texas, uh, oh, a, a mob-esque group called the White Boys. The White Boys, yes. <laughs> and they are. They are white boys, men. They are. Men. Uh, They're not a supremacist group, though. They are not. No. They're like an Italian mafia called the White Boys. Correct. Who are uh, hiding... You know, these usually mobs hide their money in businesses that, you know, you don't really, that don't catch a lot of flash and pizzazz, just, you know, fucking laundromats and fucking garbage. These, this mafia has decided to get into the business of luxury foreign cars, uh, just fucking sports cars that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars just sitting outside and, not raising any eyebrows about that, um, and you could are you could say some of these things where you're like the buddy cop thing, like oh, that's not a true subplot, whatever you want to say. This like villain group of the white boys and the drug trade that they're in is a true subplot. Like they keep referencing yeah. one of the drug dealers' names. I, I I know I have it written down somewhere. I can't find it. Um, what was his fucking name? Victor Manning. Was it Victor, who we see in the first scene, and then from there is just on vacation? He's like the boss of the, yeah, yeah, he's the boss of the white boys, and he's just never around. Because then you see the the guy who plays the principal from Growing Pains is like his second man. Right. And he, he's he has a confrontation. He's just like, wait, wait till I tell old Victor Morris about this. And like, dude, Victor dude, writes him the, a fucking letter. <laughs> Victor writes him a letter. Dude, can, I, can we just talk about that? Victor writes him a letter. It, it's actually insane because he's like, oh, I received this in the mail. And it's from Victor. And it's like, hey, Dolph, wish you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that letter is written on a photo of himself, like on a boat with women. <laughs> On vacation. <laughs> so he like basically autographed an eight by ten for Dolph and sent it to him. Dude, that's like, that's actually fucking genius. It's so fucking nuts. This movie might you know what? It's one of those raising movies, up. It's one of those movies that as we describe it, we're gonna be like, that's fucking great. But like watching it, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Sean, when 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 Dolph confronts the white boys they're having a business meeting at a long table where it's like 30 guys on each side. And they're literally talking about drug deals. It's not like, like you said, there's no front that they have set up. They're just sitting there talking about their gang business yeah. in an office with that huge ass table, all wearing suits and ties. That's fucking, I love that shit. And, and, and they're not afraid to kill cops. As we've learned, they kill one in the first minute. No, they, they killed Dolph's partner. That's like, yeah. that's why Dolph gets, paired up with this other guy and Dolph that's another subplot Dolph wants revenge yeah. for his partner's death which actually like that gets like swept under the rug so, so quickly dude it's fucking over which uh, fucking aliens are like of course it does it's good they got too ambitious you can't have it's too like, much it's a vengeance story and then put in aliens like and like they put in like the drug people I think just so we could talk about heroin I guess but like you could have just that, done that's the exactly heroin why. you could have just Put the heroin in. We didn't need. Just tell us that there's a gang called the White Boys out there. Yeah, I would just go even farther. Just, there's a fucking alien. <laughs> this is a, that's all that Dolph needs to know at this point. Like this, 
somebody killing someone. And, hey, by the way, it's an alien being chased by another fucking alien. You have a huge problem on your hand. Forget about the white boys. You have a huge fucking... The, the world is in danger. Yeah. And another classic Kragar Baxley storyline of Dolph losing the woman he loves. But this one, not so serious. Yeah. And also not so in the movie. Like she's such like a minor character. Just shows up at the end and it's like pieces everything together for him. Dude, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the worst like redemption. Are you? Um, five, five to $7 million budget, but then a box office that is so accurate to the decimal place that I, I was like, who the fuck, <laughs> who the fuck put this in here? <laughs> box office is the most accurate number, number you'll ever see. Between 4.35 million and 4.37 million. So that extra. What did you say? 4.35. What did you say it cost to to make? Five to seven. So lost money. Yes. Maybe a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a lot, maybe a little. Um, I love 4.35. To 4.37. Like, that's what is that? 20K? 20K? They're talking like, yeah, we don't know. 20K unaccounted for. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of the highlights of this one. Um, Dolph Lundgren in it is in it. Oh, our boy, um, what's his name is in it again? Uh, he was in Action Jackson too. He was the uh chauffeur for um. Craig T. Nelson. Oh, Al, Al, Al Lu, Luong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, yeah, he has yeah. a speaking role. That's like, usually he just stands like mean mugs. He actually <laughs> says something this time. He does. And he, I, if you look closely, he kind of smirks at one point. Very barely. Barely. But like. Yeah, but for him, that's a big step. It's a, a big the, step method. Up. He went method in this <laughs> one. How do you smile? Uh, <laughs> Practiced it for fucking weeks. Also, is this a Christmas movie? Ah, <laughs> uh, I was when you were going into the plot. I was going to say we should we should finally end the age old debate. Yeah, it is a Christmas movie. I wish I really wish Christmas because at the beginning it's like in your face Christmas. It is. And I was like, songs, trees. I was like, I could do this. I could do this. I could get behind this. I could get behind watching this on Christmas. Uh, It's quickly forgotten, though. (laughs) If you put put this on during Christmas, you're a fucking asshole. I'm just going to come out and say it. (laughs) Have the family gather around. It has uh, Michael Michael J. Pollard, who is in Scrooge. He's he's the homeless guy that freezes to death when Bill Murray <laughs> yells at him. So he's in this too. We got the we got the, the Scrooge universe. Got the over. Scrooge rub. He play, he play, did he play? He plays a guy named fucking Boner in this. Movie. <laughs> you got some good um, factoids on the on the cast. I didn't even I didn't even go into it. That's all I got. That's all I got. I was excited to see Dave Aykroyd, thinking it might be Dan Aykroyd's brother, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But probably got a lot of roles uh, by accident. Just (laughs) he was was in uh, he was in Dallas. He was Gary Ewing. I don't know what that means for all the big Dallas (laughs) Dallas. 
all the Dallas fans. Um, wait, somebody... Sorry, uh, to get off topic here. We're going to start the movie in a second. Uh, <laughs> 30 minutes in. <laughs> um, somebody, somebody messaged us recently. Fuck, what was it, though? But they were commenting on an old episode, and they were like, fuck. What oh, it was Bobby Thunderbolt. It was Bobby Thunderbolt. He said that we were... We were true to our opinion, and we also somehow referenced Jimmy Durante. It was an episode from, like, 2015. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about the Evil Dead movies, I guess. Or we were ranting about Evil Dead 2. And he was like, you guys had the same exact opinion. So, like, you guys actually aren't so, like off as you guys think you are on these things from old episodes. <laughs> and also you mentioned Jimmy Durante. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking insane. Like, it's fucking crazy. So also, have you seen that meme that's going around that's like um, podcasters 40 minutes into the episode and it's like, alright, let's just oh. dive right into this. <laughs> Sean, somebody sends that to me like f- f- six times a day. <laughs> Open up my Instagram, it's all I get. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, I think that means we're on the right formula. I think that's the right formula, despite what some people dislike it or whatever. But I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, no, that's I, what we do. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good with it. It's uh, it's good. We've been on topic the last two. We've been excited to talk about them. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. All right, so here we go. Uh, Dark Angel. So we open with this guy. <laughs> I come in. Thank you. Guy pops in. This guy, we see this guy drive and he pops in a fucking CD and it's of a Christmas song. Which which at the Sorry, t- sorry. I, I, I just remember the weapon of choice that they used, the, the old the old trickster method throughout this. Oh yeah, yes. That was my thought too. I, I for some reason I thought about trickster also. Instead of um Hellraiser, Hellraiser whatever. Three. Three. <laughs> uh so he puts in this CD and it's a fucking Christmas song. Now this takes place in Houston, Texas. So nothing about the scenery or anything that you see uh, uh, during these scenes looks like fucking Christmas. But the guy puts on that Christmas song. It's like, I don't even know how it goes. It's like, Oh, hail the newborn King peace on earth. Is that what that's called? Peace on earth. Na, 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 na. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's it Peace on earth. Anyway. He puts this on uh, the worst Christmas song of all time. And he's dude, peace on earth. Come on. No one likes that shit. Have you heard, dude, have you heard Paul McCartney's Christmas song? (laughs) Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. (laughs) That song is the fucking pits. And I'm a huge Paul McCartney fan. Wait, what about uh, John Lennon's Christmas song? That shit sucks. sucks. Yeah, that shit sucks. Sucks. That shit's whack. I fucking hate that. That actually, you know what? Yeah, I, I take it back. I'm sorry. This is not the worst. It's fucking boring as fuck. <laughs> sure, that's fine. Boring as hell. I don't mind it, but I get it. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. It. It's, uh, it's too old for me. I, I'm all about the commercialized Christmas. Give me the characters, the mascots. <laughs> I need Rudolph in there. I need Santa or else I'm not having it. I'm not, I don't need the Jesus. I don't need it. Uh, that said, yeah, it's not the worst. The worst is. I said the Beatles. The, the, the ruined the Christmas. Christmas song. <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beatles massacred Christmas music. Um, what is John Lennon's Christmas song? I'm sorry. We are fucking off topic. Okay, wait. What is it called, though? So this is Christmas? Um, 
so, so, yeah, so, this is Christmas. It's like it's called a Happy Xmas. War is over. Oh, so, oh my God! Fucking hardo name. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, war is over in parentheses. <laughs> Guy's a fucking jerk job. Um, idiot. Uh, anyway, so he puts on this song. Uh, and he's pissed because the CD doesn't work. He's like, I bought that $70,000 card, doesn't even play CDs. Uh, and it's weird because the CD is not, uh, hmm. the CD is not the weapon that we'll see, but there is a CD weapon, which is weird. So it's like a little foreshadowing to the real weapon. Definitely foreshadowing. Yeah. But just odd. Um, very odd. Anyway, uh, so it is Christmas, but we're in Texas, and we know this because he fucking crashes into a Christmas tree place. <laughs> and uh, as this happens, uh, an alien crash lands into the uh, said Christmas tree store. He comes out, and uh, he says, I come in peace. <laughs> Which, this was his hook. This was his hook, and I was hooked, because... The aliens got this long blonde hair and these white contacts and a duster and it's fucking weird. It is. And we talked last week about how this guy knows how to start a movie. Again, I think it's probably the weaker start of the two. Agreed. But I've never seen this before. You've never seen this no. before, right? I didn't read the synopsis before watching. Neither did I. I was fucking shocked <laughs> yeah. when aliens showed up. Like, I was not legitimately shocked that there was... I was like, oh, this is what this is going to be about? So, yeah, great job. I was hooked. And again, I actually did not even fully think it was an alien, and we have the Christmas theme going on, and it's called Dark Angels, so I'm thinking maybe... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's an angel. Maybe it's... It's a demon. I don't know. Who knows? Um. Anyway, we cut to a guy breaking into police headquarters... Uh, and kills the first cop he sees by throwing a knife into his chest and steals his identity uh, by pulling... He's already got a cop suit on, though. He's undercover. He pulls... Not undercover. He's, uh... He, like, takes off his, like, onesie, and he's got a police officer uniform, so he just takes the name badge. Um, and it blows his cover immediately. Like, one of the guys... The first guy... The first cop he talks to is like, hey, that's not that cop. I just talked to that cop. Uh, and he calls it in, and you're like, oh, this guy's, this is a fucking terrible storyline. Like, this guy's going to get caught immediately. He doesn't, because he blows up the police station. The entire police station. Again, guy knows how to start a fucking movie. He really fucking does. And and when he leaves the station and gets picked up by the rest of the white boys, they're all like, why the fuck do you blow up the police station? And he's like, no witnesses. So it is assumed that he murdered Everyone in the police station. <laughs> fucking insane. Fucking Terrorist attack. <laughs> Truly. And hey, fun fact. That is not talked about ever again. As a matter of fact, when Dolph's partner dies, the cop is so fucking fuming mad that Dolph had been on vacation for eight days prior to that event. <laughs> and not the fact that a fucking police station had just been blown up. I mean, let's be real. The National Guard would be called. Yeah, oh, yeah. If that happened. And and if they had any inkling that this group, the white boys, was behind it, they would be taken out immediately. These guys are having meetings in, like, town hall. <laughs> Daily. 
Just they have like their own floor. Dude, they're walking around with like some machine guns outside just constantly. And they're always in the same group in their own stupid suits. Just <laughs> walking around with guns. Dude, at the we'll get to it. But anyway, <laughs> um, we go to Jocko's, everyone's favorite strip club. Our, our, boy, <laughs> our boy Dolph is staking it out. Um, and our, our, we get, it's like a, he's, he's listening to a drug transaction happening inside and you kind of get to picking up that one of those guys might be a cop or Dolph has the place bugged. Turns out to be the latter. Um, and of course it's heroin Dude, Craig Baxley's fucking favorite substance on demand. Dude, heroin was a big part of Stone Cold, too, wasn't it? Were they running heroin? Is that, is that what Lance Henderson's gang was running? I feel like it Probably. might have been. I This dude puts it in everything. Which is so weird, because I don't think... I feel like most movies at that point were doing cocaine. This is, yeah, late 80s. Yeah. Sure. Like it was always cocaine. Like the, the heroin just seems like such an odd choice for these periods. Um, anyway, Dolph's listening to the whole deal. Then he watches these fucking assholes go into a liquor store and he's like, Oh boy, I gotta stop listening to this. Which is a bad idea. I, when you find out that his partner's actually in there and you know, <laughs> potentially listening to that. Yes. Listening to that is integral. To that man's safety. Right. Like the only reason you are listening. Correct. Correct. <laughs> shit goes south, you can go in. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Call the cop. Call your the rest of the police to come deal with the fucking liquor store thing that you're having. Or just stop them before those guys walk in. Just yell out the window and be like, I'm a fucking cop. Those guys fucking run away. You know what I mean? Like, instead, Dolph watches them go in and is like, oh boy, I'm going to have to go fucking in there. Beat them up. <laughs> That's actually so funny. Dolph is 100% liable and responsible yes. for which, his partner's death. Which is so funny because when the police chief gets mad at him after this, because there's a dead cop, yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to be pissed because he went into the fucking liquor store. And he's like, you were gone for eight. And I was like, eight minutes. <laughs> eight. He's going to say eight minutes. He went in there. He stopped the liquor store robbery, came back. His partner's dead. That makes perfect sense. And he goes, eight days. And I was like, oh, what? He's mad at him about a vacation he took prior to the events of this scene. Like, that's what he's fucking bent out of shape about. It's the weirdest fucking thing. And he was just on a bender. Like, it was fucking. Anyway. Dolph, can we uh, talk about real quick? Can we talk about Dolph's uh, cop outfit? How do, how do we rate that? <laughs> His outfits are insane. Um, the, the one that he has in this scene, what, it's, it's it's like one of those like sleeveless jean jackets that you wear to metal shows to put the patches on the back. Well, I was so focused. I don't think I paid too much attention. I know his suits were crazy. Um, But the one thing I couldn't stop paying attention to was his fucking hair changing color. And I'm colorblind, so maybe I'm wrong. But I didn't I didn't notice that. Joe, I'm pretty sure there's scenes where it's like fucking black. Like I this scene I thought it was like dark, dark brown or black. And then in the next scene it's got like highlights in it. And I was like, Well, let's be honest. Is he putting on a wig? The light 
the lighting in this movie left left <laughs> some to be desired. That's true. Especially compared to his other two movies. And Dolph is also eight feet tall, so he might even be out of range of all the lighting for the rest <laughs> of the true. film. It's also true. <laughs> He's a humongous human being. Yes. He towers over almost everyone in this movie, which might be why they had to bring in uh, Jay Biles. Is Biles? Biles? Biles. Um, Biles. You know, Dolph's like extremely intelligent. He's fluent in like 10, 10 languages. It might just be five, but I'm going to round up. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Super smart guy. Round up to 10. <laughs> um, I did not know that. He, he seems like a nice guy. It, I think it's a kind of a shame. Like his career wasn't. I mean, he's not a great actor, but like, neither was fucking Arnold. Like, why? Like, what, there was only room for one of those fucking guys, you know? I mean, he did well, he did well for himself during this period. He was Ivan Drago, man. Yeah, in a movie. Well, that's all he needed. <laughs> he should have had more. Remember when they brought in Drago's son into the Creed movies? That was funny. Um,. <laughs> The ultimate fan service, <laughs> bringing everyone's next of kin. <laughs> it's so fucking weird and stupid. <laughs> Dumbest thing. <laughs> fucking genius, though, right? Um, he's in Johnny Mnemonic. It's a good. That, I would do that one on the show, dude. That was a movie that I was like, I was like such a Keanu guy because of speed, speed like. I fucking loved speed so much. Yeah, hell yeah, speed rules. Speed does roll. I just watched it a few years ago, and I was like... It holds up, dude. Dude, it's great. Totally Dennis cool. Hopper's fucking Dennis Hopper's insane. Yeah. And what a villain that you'd never fucking come toe-to-toe with. Yeah, he's just diabolical behind the scenes. Yeah, I love that shit. Fucking awesome, man. What a concept. You can't go slower. That bus blows up. Fuck. Dude, and then fucking just speeding around the turn. It's fucking great. Anyway, you want to talk about speed? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Then all the dude, and you have all the bus passengers. That's the best. And Sandra just being fucking pure Sandra. That defines Sandra forever after that. Yeah. That like it was, she was the girl I next door wanna... in that movie. She was the girl next door in that movie. She was just the girl on the bus. I I legitimately think Speed's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking agree with. Not, you. I'm not exaggerating. Now, have you ever seen Speed Two? Is the bigger question. I of course I. Have. I don't think I have. The boat, dude. Willem Dafoe. Is he the main bad guy? I, can't, I actually can't remember if he's the bad guy or the cop. <laughs> They're like, let's get. We need an equally ugly and old guy to <laughs> play the villain again. So they cast a young Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Well, I mean, guys looked not great for a very long time. Dude, I remember when he was in Spider-Man, I was like, oh, man, that guy's fucking old as fuck. Yeah, he's like our age now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so uh, Dolph, Dolph uh, goes to the liquor store, beats the shit out of him, shoots one of them, uh, comes back, realizes his partner is not. Talking goes in. Um, uh, the dealers have shot him in the head. Uh, as he's mourning this, the I come in peace angel shows up um, and starts shooting CDs into guys' fucking throats. Yes. They're That's like, cool. it is actually cool. It's actually kind of a cool effect, too. Um, they pulled it off well, like the special effects for it. And it, because it like ricochets off of everything. And it fucking just 
caught in people's throats. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, and then the alien steals all the heroin, which was surprising at the, in that moment. I was sure <laughs> very confused about that. <laughs> like very purposefully looking for heroin. Um, uh, but before Dolph can go after him, that's when he finds his partner actually. And it's like, Oh my God. So he's got to take yeah, care of his partner. At that, at that point. Cause you still are like, you, you know, he's probably supernatural or an alien, but then you see him stealing all that. And you're like, is he, uh, it's weird. Dude, stealing heroin is a fucking weird alien fucking move. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen anything like that. Um, so the cops all come. The chief gets mad, as I mentioned before. Uh, talks about him disappearing for eight days. Then the FBI shows up, which the chief is like, oh, for fuck's sake, the FBI. And then the FBI is like, I need to have a meeting with Dolph. So they go into a bathroom, like a fucking public bathroom. <laughs> um and the chief who had just tried to suspend Dolph for taking too much time off giving Dolph a vacation actually not even suspending him literally giving him a vacation um and the fbi is like this guy can't take a vacation he's working and he's working with agent smith and that puts together our um our buddy cops our buddy cops uh, we also see um, a homeless woman get fucking killed by. Art With alien. the weirdest rendition of Amazing Grace playing. <laughs> like, it is. Did you catch that? I did not. So what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> um, we then go to a uh, local store owner uh, who is, of course, the next victim for the alien. Each time we see this alien kills someone, he says, I come in peace. Um, but we get a little more Which, of a glimpse of the process. We do. I, I just want to say before I forget, he abandons his own gimmick halfway through the movie. Yes. He just starts killing people without saying that anymore. Yes. It's like, why were you saying it in the first place? He stops for like a lot and then like randomly once at the very, like the last kill, he's like, I come in peace like one more time. And I was like, you can't do it now. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Either command don't. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Commit to your bit, bro. Like he just thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. Just saying that before killing someone. Um, anyway, so w- we start seeing this process, which involves him shooting a tube out of his fucking arm thing uh goes into their chest it fills us up with milk which i think is the heroin uh and then he shoots a fucking metal rod into our brains and extracts the endorphins endorphins so uh anyway that is that agent smith and dolph have a few scenes where they're just like it's just it's like an attempt at buddy cop and it's just really bad. And the cop's like trying to teach Dolph how to be a cop. And Dolph's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But then he does do good police work eventually. And he's like, look what I found. I found a clue. And the cop's like, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> this guy can't do anything right. Uh, but they end up finding that uh, they're looking for the murder weapon in the club. And they end up finding that deadly CD, which is lodged in a speaker um they dislodge it and it proceeds to go crazy again just shooting all over the room before getting lodged in the speaker one more time 
that would be a life-changing thing to find. That would be life Yeah, I don't know if I'd I don't know if I can continue no. with my investigation. Which is weird because the FBI agent Smith is like when Dolph is like these are fucking aliens, which isn't even right away. It's like in a little while. Agent Smith is like you're a fucking idiot. And it's like dude, like you are basically handling a miniature flying saucer, like something that <laughs> you cannot control. Um they end up bringing that to like the police lab where they'll Find out what's making it work. Uh, anyway, we're introduced to Jay Bylas as a, the evil. Ain't, well, you think he's evil because he's like the black version of the come in peace alien who's saying I come in peace and he's all white. This guy's got a f- disgusting black skullet and just looks awful. <laughs> looks insane. He, I mean, finding out that he was the quote unquote good one. Was, was nuts because, <laughs> because, like you say, he he looks unhinged. Yeah, he looks menacing. Is it, the makeup he has on is disgusting. Yeah. He's also incredibly violent. He has no regard for anything. He, yeah, he goes to war with this other alien like in public places with complete disregard to anyone and anything around him. I I wrote he's he's actually like kind of terrifying. Like he you see him and you're not. You don't get the warm and fuzzies with this guy. You're, you're kind of scared of him. Um, yeah, he has a huge gun that he uses. Yeah, and you really don't. I didn't realize, and maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't realize he was a good guy until he's in Dolph's car. And Dolph's like, yeah, don't worry. He's a good guy. And you're like, what the fuck? I did, <laughs> correct. Why would anybody know that beforehand? <laughs> Dolph goes, he's one of us. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> when was that revealed? <laughs> Well, can we talk about this? You know, wait. I, I mean, we we we're already almost at an hour, so I I'm All fine right, to skip going, ahead. But we oh, okay, well, like we might as well. I do want to mention a few things. So one of them is this fucking rap song by You Crew that yeah. that they play here, which I had Portland, to look Oregon. Up. Don't don't act like I I figured you had actually had the details, but I had to fucking look it up. Wasn't even on the fucking Shazam or whatever. Shazam couldn't even identify the fucking song. That song, they play... It's a guy who, again, gets killed by a fucking alien. Um, And he's listening to this song in his headphones. This song is about just an ugly woman. Um, And the song is called Ugly, too, which is fun. Ugly. But the lyrics are just so nuts. And I encourage anyone to find this song. (laughs) I encourage anyone to find this song. It might be one of my favorite songs ever because it's classic. What's the what's the word? I, you've told me the word for that old school style of hip hop. There's like a name for it. Boom bap. Boom bap. Is this boom bap? No, it, it predates it. Oh, okay, okay. This is like that, like hip hop, and but like they're talking about just this woman being ugly. They're like, you're so ugly. You can't even sleep. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard about. Dude, for some reason, that was like a, during like 87 and 88, that was like a thing. There's <laughs> so many songs just about that, which looking back at it now, it's like, what do you, Easy E had a whole song dedicated to an ugly, large woman coming at him, coming, like wanting to, to date him. And he ends up killing her with a harpoon at the end. This is fucking insane. This is fucking fucking nuts. That's nuts to record. (laughs) That's absolutely crazy. And no one stopped. Like, 
you could make an argument about the time period, but like, I would just be like, Hey, Hey, easy. You're wasting my fucking time. Like, what are, what are we doing? What are we recording this for? Who is this song? For? Who is this song for? Who's listening to this? Easy. You want to make, you want to sell records, right? This is not the song. Like, you think this is going to be on the radio, motherfucker? Like, get rid of it. What the fuck are you doing? I think it was. I think, I think it was. <laughs> That's even nuts. <laughs> even more nuts. Um, all right. So let's, let's fast forward here a little bit. We got Dolphin Agent Smith. They have a glass of wine together. Nothing to note here. A lot of these scenes in the middle are just, um, the bad alien killing people and giving them heroin. Uh, the good alien showing up and chasing him away. And then Dolph and Agent Smith, like talking. Well, there's a lot of Agent Smith and Dolph talking, which is nuts. Like, do they, they legitimately have a glass of wine together. I don't know what the fuck they say. And it doesn't matter. That, what you just said is why I rank it less than the other two. Because the other one's like, it has some character development, yeah. but it's just, it's fast. And then there's explosions and gunfights. Whereas this is literally them like bonding or trying to like understand each other. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. And like their differences aren't that far apart. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills Cop. Or I'm sorry. Uh, 48, 48 hours. 48 hours, sorry. It's not that. It's not that, like, culture clash. Like, we don't understand each other. This is, like, just Dolph is a fucking idiot, and this guy plays by the rules. End of story. <laughs> that, that's that's correct. Because, like, even comparing Baxley's other two movies, like, Bosworth, you see Bosworth, how he lives. Yeah. He's a maniac. <laughs> yeah. And also, actually, Jackson, we, we get, like, he just flies off the handle and he's right. nuts. Whereas Dolph is just... He went on vacation and missed stuff. His partner got <laughs> like he's just got some emails to catch up on. <laughs> like that's that's it. <laughs> and like they're two different police forces, FBI and police. Like they don't. There's no. Why real... are they even paired up? Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> I have no idea. It's so fucking weird. Um, it's so uh, which is also weird because the fact that they're paired up is weird because. Later on, we'll find out there's also, like, a conspiracy in the law enforcement. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> so, I don't a know. cover-up happening. Which is crazy, because, like, everyone is just, like, every time you meet a higher-up, somebody's constantly, like, Dolph Lundgren wants to kill that fucking alien. <laughs> like, that's, it's, like, the main point. Everyone just keeps being, like, this guy wants to just kill these people. Um, and then later on, they'll be, like, hey, he can't kill that alien. It's a fucking government <laughs> cover-up. Why'd you put him on the fucking case? The cops were about to suspend him and the FBI stepped in. They put him on. Dude, they put, yes, they put him on. They could have avoided any of their headaches, but they chose to pair him up. So fucking stupid. Um, uh, All right, moving on here. Uh, Dolph breaks into the business uh, of the white boys which is a, again a, an exotic car sales place uh he goes into their meeting as you mentioned at, the, at like a boardroom table and he's a cop by himself you know he's by himself because agent smith is in the car doing double takes at the guys that are outside being like Ooh, just con every time we cut to him he's bewildered by what's happening um but inside, Dolph walks in and is like, everyone put their fucking guns on the table. There are like 20 people in the room. Dude, 20 people all heavily armed. They've already blown up the police station and killed a cop <laughs> in cold blood. 
And they're all like, listen to what the man says. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's not fucking around. They all could have just killed him right there. And again, everyone's problem solved. Uh, but instead they hear him out. And then somehow they have the upper hand with him because I don't know. Yes, yes, they had the upper hand because he's like, well, we have something that you don't know we have. And then it turns out it's just the fucking FBI guy, which if I was Dolph, I'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> fucking waste him. It's been causing me a headache for the last hour. You're right. Uh, but that's what they're holding over his head. And then they convince Dolph to do a drug run, which is where we see Al Long. Um, and uh, he's he's the guy dealing drugs with Dolph. Dolph does it. Long rips him off. Dolph chases him, but then in comes the fucking alien to steal the drugs again, <laughs> which is the funniest shit to watch. Like it, at this point, you're like, "Oh, this is fucking weird." Like the first one, because again, I really did not understand. Actually, we don't understand that what he's doing totally. I mean, you might have put it together if you're if you have a brain, but I don't. But like. Dolph's girlfriend doesn't explain it till later what what's going on. Correct. Yes. So like I don't think you're really totally supposed to know. So like you know, you see the aliens steal the drugs the first time you're like that's weird, but whatever. Maybe he just grabbed the briefcase. Uh but then this time it's very purposeful. He's like I <laughs> he very clearly wants the heroin. <laughs> um and then right after this is when Dolph's girlfriend does tell us uh about the the uh, endorphins and stuff. Yeah. So she is, is she the coroner? She works in the coroner's office. I'm I'm not, I don't remember exactly her role, but fuzzy. She, she's there and she's like, Hey, all these guys are coming in and they are filled with heroin, but that's not what's killing them. It's this puncture wound that I'm finding in all of them. Yeah. In the brain. And then she somehow puts, kind of puts it all together. Um, while this is all happening, Agent Smith is getting a little cagey with Dolph, who Dolph is like, we got to bring this evidence to the fucking feds. And uh, Agent Smith is like, hey, we don't have any evidence. They do, but that's fine. <laughs> they have a lot of fucking evidence, including a fucking space disc. A, a murder weapon. Yeah. And which is now which gone. Most. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Dolph leave it with someone? Yeah, Dolph left it with like the lab guy. <laughs> oh, th- th- this was the line where I was like, oh, this is Joe's dad. Because Dolph went, brought it to the lab for them to inspect, which was honestly valid. And the guy gave them some information. He's like, it somehow works on this magnetic frequency and like very clearly technology we do not have. Right. So again, li- life changing information. Anyway, they go back and the lab tech is like, beat the fuck up and they're like what happened and he's like they took the disc and agent smith as a joe's dad moment where he's like oh you're a fucking pal i knew this was gonna happen god damn it dude if you knew it was gonna happen why didn't you fucking say something to anybody they could have maybe dolph just needed to hear you be like hey this is not safe somebody's gonna come take it like you didn't say that to fucking you didn't know that was gonna happen who would come to steal that uh, we go to a grocery store with aliens murdering more people. Still saying I came in peace. Um, and interrupted again by Jay Bylas. 
the police chief and Dolph report to the supermarket where the chief is now taking a different tune with Dolph. And he's like, there's no witnesses and the case is closed. Go take your vacation. Goodbye. And says it almost exactly like that. He's just done. Uh, meanwhile, we see that bad alien. Well, not the bad alien, the good alien. I kept calling him the bad alien because you didn't know until this scene. He's like bleeding out cottage cheese. Dolph is promising his girlfriend they're going to go on vacation. But then when he gets in his car, the fucking alien had snuck in there. The good alien, the police alien. And that's when Dolph is like, he's with us to Agent Smith. Who's like, and like (laughs) now finally believes that there might be aliens only because one is spewing out fucking cottage cheese out of its chest. Oh, and then his fucking head explodes blowing up a car. Jay Bill, Jay Bill, this is, I, I, I've seen this guy my entire life. I realized when I watched this movie, I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Even though I see it on TV all the time, but you know, they just call him Jay. Jay Billis, Bylis. I, I would say Bylis. We'll say Jay Bylis. Uh, yeah. So you think this is like a huge turning point? Cause like you said, Dolph is like, he's one of us. So, okay. Now they're a three piece. Yeah. The guy fucking. <laughs> He self-destructs. Yeah. His whole face just shoots out white light and he explodes. And that's the end of him. He doesn't, he doesn't come back. I was like, oh, maybe it's like a cocoon type thing. He's going to, he's shedding his shell, you know? Yeah, no. No, he's, he's done. He's, he's dead. He's fucking done. And we just got him. We just. He also speaks English. He also speaks English. So he does give us a lot of information as the viewer there. Yeah. He tells us that he's, you know, what the other alien's doing. It's illegal on their planet and he's hunting him down and then he just fucking dies. He's, he's out of our lives out of the movie. Yeah. Well, that's enough for agent Smith to finally go to his boss and be like, Hey, there's fucking aliens. This is what's going on. Um, and the FBI is like, yeah, we're not going to fucking investigate it any further because, uh, the aliens have technology we want. And, uh, let's just, uh, let this happen. And, uh, as Agent Smith turns, the, the fucking chief's about to shoot him in the head. And our boy Dolph comes in and just murders a fucking another law enforcement agent. <laughs> Granted, he was about to murder one himself, but it just seems wild to just see Dolph behind the gun and just be like, told you. <laughs> like, he was like, I was in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, his fucking his one liner, which isn't even a one liner. It's like a fucking paragraph. He goes, never trust anybody. Kane, manual, page one, chapter one. Nothing about that statement makes sense. Kane, his name's not Kane Manual. So I think he was saying the Kane Manual. The Kane Manual. Yeah, correct. Fucking insane. Page one, chapter one. Like, like just use, use the proverb format. Like... (laughs) <laughs> what, what are you doing? Page one, cha- of course, of course, chapter one's page one. What do you mean? Like, the fuck are you talking about? You fucking idiot. Ch- page one, chapter seven. What? <laughs> fucking Classic Dolph. I mean, it makes sense if you look at him. You're like, yeah, of course. That's, it's actually really coherent for that. If you look at that fucking guy. <laughs> so our boys, uh, Dolph and Agent Smith, they have their heart to heart. They, they're now seeing eye to eye. They they agree what's going on here. Um, and they've also picked up a space gun, um, which they use. Uh, what, what would the word be? They just 
just shooting everything with it, with it which <laughs> seems fucking dangerous. And especially because Agent Smith is the one firing the fucking gun. <laughs> I wouldn't trust that guy with anything. And he, every time he shoots it, he gets knocked over and then like can't use it for another five minutes. So it's fucking insane. <laughs> Um, but they, they do use it. They shoot, uh, they keep trying to shoot this, uh, other alien, this bad alien whose, whose name is what? Talek? Talek. Talek. Yes. Um, and Talek is. Which by the way, by the way, fun fact about this movie, the actor who plays Talek, Matthias Hewes, Hewes, he, he has been champion for championing, championing for a sequel from the year 2000. Until the year 2016, and he finally gave up. <laughs> but every year, <laughs> every year he would push for a sequel of this to get made. He he's in a lot of fucking 16 movies, years strong. Man. He is, yeah. That's fucking kind of crazy. Um, that's kind of wild. Uh, yeah, but I I I saw that fact. I thought that was so funny. So st- when I saw the name, I I saw that fact before I started watching it. I was like, I wonder who's gonna who the, this person is that's championing for it. probably so, hopefully somebody you know really involved in a fucking weird alien that doesn't say you of course he's <laughs> fucking championing for it also he got fucking blown up so. he, he, he's, he's gone why, why is he the one right <laughs> um so they finally um they finally kind of stop him they neutralize him and they also steal his box of endorphins which causes yes. him to give a big old Darth Vader scream, just so like the voice, the noises he makes are fucking disgusting too. I'm gonna be honest; like they gave him like the voice of like a nonverbal monster. <laughs> yes. You know, like Dude. as if he can't talk, but he's been saying, "I come in peace" the entire fucking movie. Uh, he is mouth breathing yeah. the, the entire time because well, because he has no dialogue other than "I come in peace." And you just hear him mouth breathing every other scene. It's heavily. It's disgusting. Yeah. And then at the end, he also learns another phrase, but we'll talk about that at the very end. Anyway, the white boys show up. Forgot about them. Uh, They show up in the middle of this and are like, hey. (laughs) Meanwhile, Dolph is like now has his girlfriend and Agent Smith with him. And the girlfriend's like. I'm waiting for an explanation. What's going on here? And then like, while an alien is shooting at them and the white boys have now shown up and are shooting at them and it's just fucking chaos. Um, but our alien friend shows up there and just fucking wastes everyone in the middle of a fucking downtown Houston street. <laughs> raises no alarm bells for anyone, I guess. Um, <laughs> but we get another amazing car chase from our boy here. We do. This was great. It was drives through a mall, through a fucking mall. Could have been a little longer. But uh, agreed, but I'll take it. I'll take it. And it ends with, well, I shouldn't say it ends, but the, towards the end of the chase, there is a cop chasing them. The alien shoots his little disc at him, goes through his car, through the cop's neck. Fucking great gore there. Like it fucking sprays blood yeah. out. And then the cop... Hits like a, an embankment type thing. It's like a bridge post. Hits that. And the fucking car just. Just a ball fucking. Play. His explosions are loves, nuts. Dude, yes, he is the best. He is the greatest at exploding cars. Because there's nothing. There's nothing. The enti- Somehow he manages the entire car as a ball. It's not like the front of the car catches on fire where it crashed. 
The entire front to back, it is just a giant ball of flames. It's fucking crazy how he manages to do that. Uh, I did like that a lot. They end up luring this alien, though, into a warehouse, and this is where they're going to try and kill him. Um, they they have him dead to rights, but then the gun doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so then Dolph, Dolph shoots him with a shotgun, which does nothing to him. Right. Nothing at all. The, there's This is going to be a point I'm going to make later about this. So, And by the way, he's been shot with the space gun multiple times, and... The space gun stops him, but not very long. He gets up. He's fine. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Well, Alien Boy manages to steal Dolph's girlfriend. Um, and then Dolph is like, all right, I'm going to start bargaining with these endorphins. But then he starts smashing the endorphins, which is not the smartest idea since they're your bargaining chip. So he smashes two of them and you're like, holy, like I was at one point, I was like, this guy just fucking a moron. <laughs> He's just going to break <laughs> everything. So the alien just says no reason not to kill this fucking guy. Like what the fuck is happening? Uh, but he saves three and then Dolph throws down his gun, which then the alien proceeds to do the same. It's a gentleman's duel, <laughs> which again, this guy fucking loves. Guy loves, loves it. Guy loves just two Fair fighting. Two men going toe to fucking toe, regardless of logic. Just hey, throw down our weapons. Let's fucking fist fight. Um, Dolph puts the endorphins like on this thing. The alien goes to get it. A Dolph runs away, but the alien sh- shoots him with the disc, which Dolph. Because one of the keys earlier to to them dis- finding the 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 disc in the fucking club was they were like, there's a magnet in the speaker. That's why it fucking got lodged into the fucking speaker. Dolph maybe has just been carrying around like a, like a fucking speaker, like, a, like the inside of a speaker. And he holds it up, and he just fucking catches the fucking disc that way. Which is... Brilliant. Fucking nuts. <laughs> it's fucking the most insane thing I've ever seen. Um, which is crazy, because this movie's nuts. Uh, but the alien's fine, because he has endorphins. He turns around, and then Dolph lunges at him with a giant piece of fucking metal. Uh, like a pipe. Pull. Metal pull, <laughs> thinks that's going to work because, you know, bullets have been so effective. Why not a metal pole? Uh, and the alien kicks his fucking ass. The alien, the alien is unfazed and just beats the shit out of Dolph until, well, no, no. Then the alien shoots his little scorpion heroin needle at him, and which yes. Dolph catches and fights. This scene, this scene, A+. Plus, a+, plus, because Dolph is holding it. So this thing... Again, it's alien technology, yeah. right? And it's killed everybody that it's ever come across. Yes. And Dolph catches it. And Dolph, the actor, is just holding it near his face and, like, pulling it towards him as he moves his head. Be like, whoa. This <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking genius. And it's a long scene. It's a long it's scene. It's a very long with scene. It. Like holding it over his face and then moving his head and holding it. Be like, and it's kind of acting like uh, like sentient. Like it kind of, 
it's very much acting like Scorpion's thing yeah, yeah. in, the, in the Mortal Kombat movie where they like yeah. look at each other and are like, <laughs> like you know, like it, it kind of has its own brain almost. Um, yeah, it's very. And you see odd. the alien's face, who's also controlling it, being like, huh? <laughs> like putting force into it. <laughs> also, at this point, there is five minutes left in the movie, and you're like, what are they going to wrap up in five minutes? That's true. There's five minutes and like thirty seconds left, and I was like, including credits. So I was like, how the fuck are they going to do that? Like, what the fuck are they going to wrap up in this time period? Um. Dolph, uh, the spaceman says, <laughs> I win. Well, he reels him in first. Yeah, oh. He reels him in like a fish. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is not going into Dolph's face. Yeah. <laughs> so, spaceman says, I win. And Dolph says, fuck you, spaceman. <laughs> and then uh, stabs him with his own heroin needle. Yes. And then kicks him into a broken pipe. That's sticking out so far. Which goes through him because bullets have proven so effective. Fucking explosive rounds. Alien bullets haven't even pierced him, but just the whole metal pipe goes right through this guy's fucking chest. Like fucking butter. Dolph just kicks him and he goes through it. (laughs) That's correct. He roundhouses him (laughs) and fucking goes through the fucking pipe. And, uh, you know, the alien says, I come in peace, and Dolph has a fucking response for him. It, it, dude, this this sold me on the movie, man. This is this is what you want. Honestly, it did. It did. I, it, honestly, I was not thrilled. And at the end, I was like, all right, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane. Which is insane. Cause it's- no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I was the same way. I was like, all right, this this brought me back. What does Dolph say? You want to fucking say it? So the alien says, I come in peace. And the Dolph says, and you go in pieces, asshole. That fucking works. That fucking works. It fucking works. Dude, he said it. And I was like, do I hate that or do I like that? And I was like, I, I fucking love that. Like that, that's actually not bad. You go in pieces. I love it. I love it. It's so stupid. That's that's what you want from these kind of action movies. You go in pieces, asshole. And guess what? He goes in fucking pieces. Dolph explodes this motherfucker into a million fucking pieces. Blows him up. Blows him the fuck up. With the space gun, which is now working again. Oh, no. Sorry. It's his space gun. So that's that's why it was working. The, the alien space gun. Um, and then... Our crew is walking away from the giant explosion, and uh, they're, they're just like, well, I guess it's time to take a vacation. And Dolph's like, anyone want to go to Reno? And Agent Smith is like, well, for fuck's sake. And it ends the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> but did you understand that <laughs> reference? Is that, uh, where is Victor Manning? Who's Victor Manning? He's the head of the white boys. Oh, I don't. If he's in Reno, that would make a lot more sense, dude. I searched. He seems somewhere very exotic. No, I think he's like. I think he's in like another country. Yeah, not like upstate Nevada. (laughs) Fucking Nevada. (laughs) I dude. Well, I thought like when he said Reno and like Agent Smith made the face, and before he's like, oh god, I I thought it was like an Alien Fifty One reference or Area Fifty One reference. I'm sorry. Oh. But I don't think that that's what it is. 
And if it was, they should have been like more clear about that or just said Area 51. I mean, I like that. Uh, I, that was the only thing I thought of in that moment. Is Area, where is Area 51? Uh, it says right. It says right here. As they leave the complex, Kane suggests paying Manning a visit. So, I, so, so that is what he's referencing. Manning, B- Victor Manning is the guy's name. Yeah. Victor yes. Manning. Oh. <laughs> okay. Kind <laughs> of. I. They should have went with the Area Fifty One joke. I I do agree. Now that you said it. <laughs> That that like that would have been fucking funny. Also, that poor woman has literally just been like like the random subplot at the end of the movie was like all this woman wants to do is spend time with Dolph and go on a vacation with him, but all Dolph does is work. So at the end, he's finally like, I'm gonna take that vacation with you, sweetie. And it's like, oh, that's good. And then he's like, back to work <laughs> into a firefight. Victor. Oh, suggest paying me a visit. That's so stupid, Reno. Um, <laughs> is it... How far is Area 51 from Las Vegas, Reno? Two and a half hours. Could have been a double... It's a doable trip. Yeah. Double joke. Double joke. And that's it. That's how it ends. That just, that's just how it fucking ends. <laughs> It is it is mindless as mindless could be. Yeah, but I you know I like it. It's it's okay. It's okay. I I really didn't enjoy it. I probably will never watch this again. Um, ever. I I could confidently say that. I think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no no shade to Craig R. Baxley on this. You know you, you can't win them all, man. And, you know. And guess what? You came back. You, you did Action Jackson. That's your first one. It's a fucking masterpiece. You had an off one, sophomore slump, and you came back with fucking Stone Cold. You came fucking back. You, you came. You followed it up. With Lessons learned movie of all time. Lessons. Listen, le- I'm not as da- I'm not as down on this as you are. I think is is enjoyable, but well, not as strong as the other two. Yeah. I- so, so what else has he done? Has he, has he, uh, he did dude. He, I think he did that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he did that. Stephen King made for TV, uh, storm of the century. Oh, really? Which for some reason, everybody and their mother watched when it aired. I remember that. School. Oh, he's done Pretty some, sure that was him. He's done some weird fucking movies. Yeah, because everyone hated Stone Cold. Because everyone's a fucking idiot, dude. That uh, Stone Cold came out now. Well, they they probably still hate it, but <laughs> he deserved a better career arc after Stone. Cold. He really did. He really did, dude. And then he did the Rose Red one in two thousand two. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. I mean, the guy fucking worked. I guess. I guess I can't. I. That's so funny though. Could you could, could you imagine like hiring this guy in? In the 2000s? Like, not that he's bad, but, like, how do you pitch that? Right. You know what I mean? The guy, the guy did fucking Action Jackson. Like, you can't even just saying that out loud. It's kind of fucking odd. <laughs> uh, lately, he's... he's. I, I think that we should 
Is he still alive? Shout out to him. Yeah, I do. Oh, he's 73 years old. Holy shit. Um, I think we need to get this guy one more fucking movie. One more action movie. One more fucking action movie. Let's get a fucking writer. Let's get a good writer. Fuck it. We can write it. It's fine. After the writer's strike. After the writer's strike, support support the WGA. Once the strike's lifted, Joe and I are going to write the fucking movie. Send it to Craig. Carl, Dolph, and Boz all still around, man. Let's let's, let's do a wrap little it all fan up. service. Wrap it up. Do a little fucking fan service for them. Ah, oh, for the, for us. <laughs> People will be like, "What? Who who are these characters?" Like, we'll present. Do we'll present it just like all these new fan service movies? Like, Carl Weathers shows his face at the end of the trailer, and you're like, "Is that the? Is that the?" Predator character? It's like, no, 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 that's action jack. That's action jack. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that one's too on the nose. That that people would get that. It's gotta be the boss. It's gotta be the boss. Like boss shows up at the end of the trailer and it's like it's gonna be you rang. That, <laughs> like everyone's like, wait, what? Who is that fucking guy? <laughs> Dude, and you know who else we could get? You know who else we could fucking get? Is our boy fucking uh matthias hughes oh yeah will help, we'll help us years, champion dude. the shit out of this we'll hey the right. aliens back matthias <laughs> the glass box you know what to do get us get us a contact get us in the room just get us in a room pitch the shit out of this i just need an elevator mini. i just need an elevator pitch a quick elevator pitch i got this i i, I could fucking swing this Hey guys, have you <laughs> before we get to the second one? Just have you seen I come in peace? And it's like no. What it, you might know it as Dark Angel. No, no. And then the elevator stops, and they're like, "We gotta go." <laughs> okay, <laughs> try again tomorrow. <laughs> have you seen Stone Cold? <laughs> have you seen Left Behind: World at War? It's <laughs> Gossett Jr. I, I I think I think I think I just want to get this guy one more fucking action movie. Just one more fucking action movie. Because clearly at the end of his career he was just taking whatever work. No offense to him. I'm just saying. Guy's gotta pay his fucking bills. You're just taking whatever movie, you know, comes around. A lot of psychological thrillers and shit at the end of his career. Let's just get him the fucking action movie. Action went out of style. I'm gonna fucking bring, we're gonna bring it fucking back. It's back, man. The Fast and the Furious movies are making bank. That's what we'll pitch it as. We'll pitch it as like the action movie fandom, like the fan service. It's almost like the Expendables, but it's not because we're not going to go. Yeah, they're making the Expendables four too. We're not. We're not going to go in the Expendables route. It's going to be just everything. It's just going to be all the other guys, the ones that we all love and know and love secretly. That's who we're bringing back. Fucking Malone shows up. McBain shows up. Malone's dead. Sorry, sorry to break it to you. Wait, is Burt Reynolds dead? He is. That's fucking devastating. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> CGI. It's fine. Uh, this is gonna be big budget, by the way. We're talking big fucking budget. Craig, I'm getting Craig a fucking. I'm getting Craig. Craig D. Nelson. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Dick, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke's brother, whatever the fuck. <laughs> is he still alive? <laughs> I think he is. 
Jerry Van Dyke. Jerry Van Dyke. Jerry Van Dyke is no. Oh, 2018. Oh, we should have had a memorial for that. That is upsetting to me. Oh, he died. Yeah. Hey, Dick's still going strong. He's still driving too, isn't he? Who? <laughs> He's still driving. Dick, that's Dick, our. That's, did, our yeah, that's our fucking for the horror show. That's our. <laughs> that's our fucking. What would you call it? Our baseline. <laughs> Can you still drive a motor vehicle? Well, he can't because he keeps crashing it. But that's that's how I know Dude, Jimmy a Jimmy Durante cameo in it. He just like like would Paul Walker him into a scene, just like, <laughs> all right, guys, <laughs> as he drives away. <laughs> Chaotic <Shittiest> fucking movie. <laughs> movie <of all. laughs> Can you imagine anyone like under the age of like fucking, let's even go 25, 20, let's go 28, let's go 30. Anyone under the age of 30 saying this, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Who are all these fucking people that they're clearly like winking and nodding at the camera? <laughs> like, remember me? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Holy shit. That's fucking funny. That's the funniest shit ever. Oh my god! Uh, can we get Bill Fat <laughs> Bill Fadger back from Coach? He's Pat. He's, he's uh, Patrick Star. He's still around. Yeah, I know. Let's, let's get him. He can fucking come on. <laughs> We're just doing a coach reboot. <laughs> Pitching it as an action movie, fucking fan service. We've gotten the whole cast of Coach. Oh, fuck why is that funny uh oh my god okay um that's it that's all i've got that's all i've got how old is craig now wait no i do i could talk about this for craig's 79 did you already say that <laughs> oh wow no i did i didn't know that 79 dude he's older than fucking baxley <laughs> the oldest movie of all time the average age on set, we, we're going for the oldest well, how, average age on set of all time. How old? Yeah, because how old's Carl and how old? All right. I'll look up Dolph. You look up Carl. Car, wait, who's Carl? Oh, Carl, Carl Weathers? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got to be. Well, he might have been young there. He was just fucking huge. Dolph's only 65. <laughs> Carl is 75 years old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know, the fact that Dolph will be like our young young heartthrob. <laughs> the boss boss is fifty eight. Hey, there we go, there we go, here we go. We got fucking youth we got <laughs> Boz is gonna carry this flick all the way through. Holy fucking shit. And we we already talked about fucking <laughs> or actually I don't think we looked up his age, but how old how old is uh the guy in McBain. What's his name? I can't even think of it. Walken? Walken. Uh, dude, he's got to be in his 80s, right? Uh, fucking 80. 80, 80 years 80, old. 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. He's just fucking hiring the elderly for a movie. You know <laughs> Just putting... An action movie? Just CGIing their faces on the young people's bodies. 
Do you know Christopher Walken's real name is Ronald Walken? <laughs> no, stupid. <laughs> Ron Walken. Um, all right. All right. We, we got to wrap this up. Um, Michael, Michael Ironside's uh, 73. His real name is Frederick Reginald Ironside. That's the most British. Is he even British? No, he's Canadian. That's the most British name I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um... Dude, you know who we need to pitch this to is Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's the new what is chief action officer at Netflix. Well, get someone, someone get us in touch. We got a pitch for him. <laughs> Seems like an easy guy to get a hold. He would <laughs> kick the shit out of us. Really <laughs> and also excluding him, we're bringing in all the greats of action. <laughs> <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> Bosworth. He was in one film. Uh, <laughs> Michael Ironside. <laughs> oh my fucking god! All right, all right. We we have Louise to. Gu- Louise Guzman's in McBain. Louise sure he's on. I'm sure he would do it. Yeah. He must have been a fucking kid in that. Wait, how old? What, what year is McBain? I I don't even know what year that. 1990. Was. 1990. He's 66. He was like he was in his 30s, right? crazy that's actually crazy oh my goodness all right joe we got mcbain next week that'll be fun uh oh also uh we've mentioned the porn and chicken club i have found a copy of exterminator i own a copy of exterminator now all right i'm gonna say something it's not (laughs) A spoofy spoof. <laughs> okay. However, fuck it. it does seem fun. It does make me laugh. I don't know if that should be our first one, though. We might we might scare people away. But Flesh Gordon? Flesh Gordon? I think that's the one we gotta do. We gotta do it, right? And Craig okay. T. Nelson's in it. <laughs> that's right. Yes. <laughs> So I'll get that. We can, we can, we can, I'll, I'll edit. We'll, we'll still show X Terminator clips on the porn and chicken for flesh Gordon. That's what I'll do. I'll edit out the, it, there, cause there is, uh, there are some scenes that I was like, this is fucking funny as fuck, but they're so short. Like it's just so much fucking, it's just nonstop. And it's just a guy in glasses with slick back hair. It's fucking man. <laughs> Um, but I'll, I'll have to screen it, which fucking sucks that I don't have to sit around and watch fucking porn by myself. Um, it's honestly nuts. Neighbors walk by the window. All right, guys. Anyway, that's it. Live show on June 24th. Shoot them up. Paul Giamatti. That'll be super fun. I'm excited for that. Um, and that's it. So McBain live show. And that's June. June will be done, and then we'll enter into the Sadaris territory. Mm. So that's that. Joe's just looking up fucking people now and just. <laughs> fucking yeah, I, was la- when the, uh, <laughs> I was just laughing at uh, Louise Guzman being Radimus in the movie Waiting. <laughs> what a name. Radimus. Did you see Dane Cook pitching that fucking movie? It's a sequel to fucking... What was the movie he was in? 
Good luck, Chuck. No. <laughs> Sorry. I thought he only had one movie. Employee of the Month. Okay. Why? <laughs> and he's like, dude, it was fucking nuts. It was like some TikTok, and he's like, get at me if you want to see Employee of the Month 2, where I bring back Zach, my classic character. And you're like, oh, boy. And then he he's also like I've got a I've got an in to make it happen. If you want, dude, if you had an in to make it happen, you just would make it fucking happen. Who gives a fuck? I don't employee think them. you're turning down any work right now, but um, okay. So that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. Patreon.com/slash I hate horror. We got all sorts of special streams going on, and we also started some new bonus uh, shows. Um, we just did a bonus last week that was super fun. Um, so check that out and we have our live shows, of course, uh, facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com and Instagram at I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram boognish1985. And that is a wrap. Thank you all so much. Thanks to Joe. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. <laughs>